Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a great time and the weekend is almost near. I'm feeling a little bit better but I am still under the weather with my cold and I apologize if you, uh, if you, if you listen you can hear me sniffing. Because, uh, yeah, it has been, uh, uh, it's been a little bit rough, to say the least. Um, yeah. So, anyway, we'll get right down to it. And we will take a look at uh, something uh, I saw on YouTube. Uh, a doc- Not a documentary, but an interview on India Today with the likes of, um, uh, I think, Shaz... Shazad Poonawala, the younger of the two Poonawala brothers, uh, the one who stands for the Congress. I mean, uh, that guy. Woo-hoo. And he was talking about the BBC documentary again. Uh, so I said, you know, I listened to it, and I've been listening to all these uh, commentaries on the BBC documentary. You think that the world was coming to an end with their, oh my God, the big noise they're making about it. And of course, uh, the junior Poonawala says, uh, clearly, he says, uh, you know what, if if BBC had, um, if uh, Modi had allowed the government to just um, let the documentary play, no one would have probably made a noise about it. But because this is an attack on journalists and free press, and uh, now everyone's talking about it and it shows that he has something to hide. Well, wow. Uh, I mean, it is an attack on Indian institutions. And I went, really? For 20 years, they have not stopped. Do you think that if this documentary came in to begin with, that they would have not said anything? It would have just passed by, oh, well, BBC has made a documentary. You know, it would just pass. Just like how they are making such a big noise about it, they would make a big noise about it if it had been shown. So, Trying to say, oh, no one would have watched it. If you, no one would have watched it, you wouldn't have made it. You know very clearly that everyone who is brainwashed with their secular socialist slavery uh, would have made a big hue and high against it. And it is a precursor for going against the Supreme Court. So uh, basically, my question was, why was the BBC documentary not made by an Indian company, an Indian TV company? I mean, really, uh, you know, as I said, the best movie on Gandhi was made by foreigners. We can't even make, we've got this huge Bollywood, but we can't even make our own uh, movies that are worth two cents, or we can't even make uh, movies that are, are documentaries by itself. We need to go to BBC. Why did the Congress not do it themselves? Why did the India TV or NDTV make it themselves? Why did they have to go to another country? Uh, I mean, let me tell you, they've been having a hissy fit for a very long time and trying to convince us that it's about facts, it's about facts. It's not about facts, it's about opinions. Their opinions and the same culprits are making the same statements that they've made for 20 years and no one has stopped them. The problem is 
only that this documentary was made by a foreign institution and a foreign institution who was a colonial empire and the relics of the empire still think that they are the colon colonial bosses of the Indian subcontinent. So only they can have moral authority. And of course, we Indians are, are, are pagans. We are pagans, uh, Hindus, Kufar, Najas. They cannot say it anymore. We are Islamophobic, but they are the superior moral authority that they sit on their high chair and, uh, you know, give us their commentary. While, yeah, well, you know, the Indian National Congress can't make a documentary themselves. I mean, if you, if you can't make a documentary, do you think you can run a country? Why didn't you make it yourselves if you were so interested? No one has stopped you. No one has stopped you from making this documentary yourself. The problem is that this is a foreign institution attacking the uh, Supreme Court uh, of India, the same Supreme Court that was built and made by the Indian National Congress. So what exactly is the problem here? Uh, I mean, I just cannot believe that. You would think that the world is falling on their head. They are typical leftists, uh, hissy fit leftists, as I would like to call. They, they play the divide and rule. Everywhere you go, it's us versus them, Hindus versus Muslim, God versus hell, uh, Satan, heaven versus hell, green versus black, black versus white. They are such terrible flat earth people that they cannot for the life of them understand that the, we are cyclic, we are currents and waves. It's their currents that form the waves. So they, they cannot convince us that they... Uh, that 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 Narendra Modi is responsible for the rights. I mean, they have selective amnesia. They was they set it up. The Indian National Congress set it up, and the goons who burned the the people in the train are sitting in jail. So they've got a problem. Um, we know that this was a setup. We know that this was a setup only to cause communal disharmony because when there's communal disharmony, they have spent 75 years blaming Hindus for communalism, communalism. So it's gone in our head, but they never, they will never take responsibility for the communist communalism that they are playing. The card, the, the real communalism, the real violence, the real stone pelting is them. Why are they, why are they never accused of communalism? Why it's always the two fingers pointing other side? Well, guess what? They can't even make a documentary. They need a foreign country, a former colonial empire and their relics to make a documentary on them. Uh, and you think that we're going to believe them? If you can't make a documentary, no one stopped you from making this documentary yourself. You didn't have to go, but no one would have believed them. Not one person would have believed the Indian National Congress. No one believes the leftist jokers. No one believes them in, in India. Try asking NDTV, try asking all these uh, leftist groups uh, to make a documentary. They, they just can't do it. And no one would believe them. They do it. So they have to get their colonial empires. The same colonial empire who they brainwashed us for 70 years that, oh my God, they stole 47 trillion. They sold so many trillion. They sold, they sold, they, 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 they stole our gold. They stole everything. They stole the coin or diamond. Uh, you know, on and on and on the 70 years, they have brainwashed us to hate uh, the British, the white man, the big bad colonialist. The British are the worst in the country, in the world. 
world, but they can't make a documentary. And now they're allying, allying with the same British. I mean, really, you think we're going to believe this? So on and on they go, us versus them. We are victims. We are fighting for the victims. We are fighting for social justice. Uh, so this YouTube uh, interview with, you know, one of the ladies, she's always almost in red. And I just, I just think she's absolutely, you know, not worth my time. I can't stand listening to her. But one of the junior Poonawala boys uh, who takes for the Congress was there. And he says, um, this is an attack on democracy and rights and freedom of uh, journalists um, even the Supreme Court can be questioned. Anyone can be questioned. He, says he knows very well that um, the Supreme Court gave Narendra Modi a free chit. But the Supreme Court can be questioned. Anyone can be questioned. He says, here's my point. Can I? Anything and everyone in a vibrant democracy can be questioned. Can I question Islam? No. Can I question Christianity? No. Can I question the, the so-called narrative of minorities? No. So I cannot question them one single bit, but they can question anything and everything, including the Supreme Court. I cannot question the priests, the, the pedophile Christian priest, and the mullahs and tullahs. Can we be questioned? No. Can, the, can I question the hadith? No. Can I question the Sufi? and uh, uh, the Sunnah and the Quran? No, I cannot question anything. Can the minorities be questioned and say, okay, what are you doing? Oh, no, we are minorities, they will say. Or they will shield themselves with the victims. Oh, we are victims, victimhood. But they can question the Supreme Court. And a foreign institution who we have brainwashed, they have brainwashed us to hate, are now being uh, in, invoked and used um, as a background uh, to make a documentary that suits the narrative of victimhood and poor little minorities that have been propped up by the same very secular group who who was involved in the partition of India and who's responsible for the partition. They have never taken responsibility for the Indian partition and the bulk of that partition is not because of the British. The bulk of that partition is because of the Indian National Congress. Their suffocation and their supremacy that we are seeing in, in full light right now, um, that they cannot have an opinion, uh, they cannot stand an opinion of someone who is uh, who does not submit to their point of view. So they have to degrade and, and dissect and, and, and um, chastise anyone who goes against their opinion, which is exactly why Jinnah left, which is exactly why they are responsible for the Indian subcontinent breakup. Um, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't agree on power sharing with Jinnah, and then he goes and creates a genocide. But he was not for separation before. So why did they separate? It's the same mentality of the Congress 75 years ago that we have now. They haven't changed one single bit. Uh, so my question here, to going back to the point, why did they not make the documentary themselves? Well, no one would believe these bunch of Marxist, woke, victimhood liberals who think that they are holier than thou and that they should shield and uh, they, their 
And they are the keepers of democracy and the constitution. I mean, who gave them the right to decide that their constitution is theirs and just because they wrote it, they are the ones who have to protect it? Well, they're protecting their base, that's all. They are protecting their uh, vote banks. They're not protecting the Indian economy. They are not protecting the Indian civilization. They want to replicate or replace the civilization with Abrahamic ignorance. Um flat earth. And that's why for 70 years or 60 years, we really did not have much going on. We were third world country. All of a sudden, when we're rising up and the Congress is not part of this rise up, they cannot take credit for it. So they will demean anyone and anything that rises up over and above them and they can't take it. And not only they are rising, they cannot take it. They cannot even make their own documentary. They have to go to a former colonial empire to make a documentary for them. So they want, this is what they want to do. Uh, Their goal is not only to go after Modi, but the Indian economy, because without the economy, uh, they have no, um, Modi cannot win. I mean, we know that economy is the most important thing in the world. Without your economy, you have no reason to exist. So they want to influence every country in the world not to trade and do business with India like, like they did for Trump. That is why they bought on the coronavirus, which is a, an invention, not something that just came out of nowhere. Um, they want the world to do their work as no one would look at this uh, narcissistic Indian National Congress leftist democracy for two seconds, except their own brainwashed vote bank slaves, and BBC would, would be a hit. So everyone would believe a BBC, but who would look at a, B, at a documentary made by the Indian National Congress or an Indian TV channel? I mean, no one. So they cry human rights have been taken away, democracy has been taken away, the journalist's freedom is taken away. Just a minute here, one minute. All these years when they controlled the state, when they were in power, we had one channel, one channel, Doofdashan, Doofdashan 1, Doofdashan 2, nothing else. They controlled the media and the academia. They let only go only what suited their base. They let go only what suited their agenda. They never had 360 points of view. And having an opinion was a crime. You cannot, you cannot even have an opinion. What democracy? They control everything. They decided who you voted for, what the narrative was. They control our minds. They control our schools. They control everything. What democracy? How come they have a problem with democracy when they lose? So this is uh, uh, this is not. Um, Modi did not ban the media. Modi did not ban journalism. And is not stifling journalistic rights. This is a ban on foreign media who is meddling with Indian affairs. Since when has a colonial empire have the right to give us moral lectures? They have not even apologized for their crimes against humanity. They have been raised... We have been... Uh, um, you know, they, this... Uh, they're, they have been doing this for a very, very long time. They've been biased on their reporting for a very long time. Even Indira Gandhi in the 70s banned them for two years because she called them the most dishonest. Uh, this is what she says. Um, and um, she says, the British Broadcasting Corporation of Unleashing venomous reporting against India and is alleged um, 
that it's the most corrupt corporation whose propaganda and Congress agenda go together. Sorry, that was not um that was not uh, Indian National Congress. Sorry, that was not um Indira Gandhi. But just let me see what Indira Gandhi said because I had it here two seconds ago. Um. Yeah, she called their reporting biased. She said bias reporting for them, um, and this is in the first time uh, the BBC is facing the wrath of the Indian government. Back in the in the nineteen seventies, Indira Gandhi had banned it for two years, um, and and yeah, she was furious with them. So how come the the Congress has selective amnesia on this? Um, so. Uh, this is not on a ban on the BBC, like they say. This is not a ban on journalistic freedoms. This does not stop the Indian media from making documentaries. And and they've had a field day making, you know, with their narcissism for 20 years. They still can. But a foreign media meddling in Indian affairs against the state is a, is um, an act of treason. And um, that is... Um, um, an attack on our democracy and our sovereignty. And the Supreme Court, um, they, what are they attacking the Supreme Court for? I mean, the Supreme Court already gave their verdict. So why do you want to go against it? Because you don't agree with it. But we don't agree with everything unless it goes our way. That's part of democracy. You, you can't get what you want just because you have an opinion. And doesn't make your opinion facts. Your opinion is just your opinion. Um, so foreign media middling in Indian affairs against the state is not acceptable. Um, now you know why the British and the Europeans invaded, even Islamic empires. The door was open to them on the inside. They allied with tribes and kingdoms on the ground who were fighting their wars with their fellow locals for money and power and scraps of the Mughal empire. Then the Maratha empire... History repeats itself. The Congress Socialists now allying now uh, allying with the relics of Mountbatten's British Empire uh, to hold on to power, uh, just like Edwina Mountbatten had an affair with Nehru to ensure a Christian ecosystem on the ground could continue, um, and their colonialism could continue to the back though by changing the demographics. Um, so also today. Uh, Raul and Priyanka Gandhi uh, acknowledges, or should I say Raul Gandhi, acknowledges a, a documentary made by the same people who are descendants of, you know, Louis and, and Edwina Mountbatten. So history repeats itself, my friend. And through them, the British continue having a hold on the Indian subcontinent and interfere with the laws of the land and control the economics. It is called colonialism. It's not over. And we did not get independence. Uh, they still, the BBC and the Abrahamic group, still think we are untouchables and filthy pagans. For 3,000 years, they have been spitting on us and it's become a norm. They would never have the guts to do this to the Islamic empires, the Islamic world. Never. We are the pagans. And they have a dis brainwash historical bias. And their insistence to bring Narendra Modi down is a camouflage to continue the destruction of the Indian subcontinent as 
we did not bow down to them like in 1947 and balkanize India uh, and then walk off with, an, uh, with a huff and a puff. They also ally with the Muslim Brotherhood who knows that Modi's demonetization and his cutting off of the mafia, the note printing and their black money was uh, the reason why Pakistan uh, is economy is coming down. Um, you know, which means that the, uh, that as long as Modi stays, Pakistan will collapse because we know um, Pakistan was running their agenda on the Indian subcontinent through black money and through Modi. Uh, sorry, I apologize, uh, through black money and their uh, mafia. So they, they had a robust run uh, because they too were colonial empire, the relics of the Mughal empire who control the land and they think that once the land is Islamic, it should always be Islamic. So they own it, they have rights and we must submit to them and their supremacy and superiority and today they can't do it in conventional means so they have to use unconventional means which is black money the moment Modi demonetized it it went into um it, they had to use conventional ways which mean lo banks loans which they cannot get uh and that's why the economy is falling because they don't have india to back on anymore uh, their moral supremacy is so low life that I wouldn't even puke on it. And I'm sorry to say that, but this is, you know, this is just ridiculous. Um, if the Congress came back, then Pakistan's black money would start all over again. And the Islamic Republic of Pakistan would survive and finally take back Kashmir. But if Modi stays, the black money in Pakistani mafia have no, have, have no chance to use the Indian market for unconventional money-making um, um, mafias of theirs. So they have to use foreign powers to influence the world not to do business with India and destroy the economy. Like the BDS movement of the British, of, of the uh, Muslim Brotherhood, um, in order to disinvest in Israel, uh, they have said it many times, they do not want the world and companies to do business with India. They want the Indian economy to crumble so that they have the influence, um, they, so they have to influence the world to in isolate India and disinvest, disinvest. And that's why the BBC documentary, because only by BBC shouting out loud will you hear the um, will they have an effect on people on multinationals who they will call from the back door and say do not invest and there's a huge campaign to disinvest in india that's why the foreign investment has gone down to all, absolute zero because there is a huge campaign from the outside to disinvest in the indian economy uh their moral superior, superiority or supremacy is so low like i said i wouldn't even puke on it so this is not to forget the crap that they, when they were in power, okay? We had only one channel called Doordarshan. They controlled the media and the academia. Where was the democracy then? Having an opinion was a crime. So they had no democracy. It called upon democracy in, 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 during Congress rule, but there was no democracy, absolutely no democracy in, in India. Uh, the, the Congress, the socialist Marxists and the communists controlled, um, controlled the media. And, and we were not allowed to say anything. They only put through what suited their agenda and their fake news. 
and and they expected us to just like you know like rabbits and goats just say blam 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 all the time at one point there's only so much you can take the glass will overflow and the glass is overflowed and now we're rising up and saying oh wait a minute this is not what i wanted uh i'm gonna have a voice and i'm gonna stand up so how is democracy being lost? Is this a slap on democracy? Because all the TV channels are still there. They're still berating about the place. They're still, you know, they're still insulting everyone. They're still using an agenda. They are bots for their respective parties. Um, and this is not a, a, a slap on democratic institutions. The SC, the Supreme Court, is still there. Uh, journalism is still there. Um, you know, uh, this is why, this is precisely why they, they, they had the BBC documentary to bring down the Supreme Court because they did not agree with the Supreme Court decision. If they did agree with the decision, they would not have made this democracy, this, this, uh, documentary. Um, and that too, not a foreign institution. Uh, so this is not an attack on, on, on democracy or democratic institutions of the country. This is their fear-mongering, which is typical of Abrahamic groups. Fear-mongering to get you to isolate, where they brainwash you, uh, take you to uh, a side and keep telling you to listen to the echoes of their voice. And then you vote for them and then you become their vote bank slaves. Vote bank, uh, a modern way of saying slavery. The Congress has no intelligence except causing someone, uh, accusing someone of polarization or communal violence. Us versus them, minority versus majority. They cannot even make a documentary by themselves or their agenda-infested TV bots. They need to go to another country and beg the former colonial masters led by Jeremy Corbyn's socialist and the use of his contacts to make a documentary which they played, where they play the victim card. In the UK, Jeremy Corbyn benefits from them. In India, Rahul Gandhi and his sister Priyanka um, and the descendants of Nehru's who had an affair with Edwina Mountbatten licked their lips and they are all victims and they live happily ever after. They call this democracy as the world depends on them, on their polarization. So while they accuse everyone of polarization, they too are involved in pol polarization, but they will never take um, um um, they will never take accountability for it because polarized they are so perfect just by using the secular label they are perfect the problem's always on the other side no i'm sorry make your own documentaries no one stopped you democracy is not coming down the institutions are not coming down on the contrary they're most strengthened because we can have our voice your socialist feudalism suffocation is finally over um, where we were, where our opinion was a crime for sixty years, and you and this in the ridiculous Congress controlled everything. So now we can look at all sides instead of the version that the Congress has to put up to colonize our mind. Their colonial masters, uh, they've become has brainwashed us to hate the British for seventy five years, bashing them in our textbooks to cater to their insolence, and that is over. The colonization of our minds has worn off and we are not obligated uh, to listen to anyone or any one point of view. The Godra riots was a setup by the Congress goons to do exactly that, cause a commotion and then run while playing the victim card. I'm sorry uh, to, to, the, to the Congress, we have grown up, we make our own 
opinions and you can make your own documentaries you don't need to use a former colonial master if you're so good to run a country if you have an opinion on how a country should run you can at least make your own documentary you we know that their destruction um, of india and her economy by the tukre tukre gang by destroying it destroying her with our black market mafia is over we are proud products of our Vedic ancestors and not of some Abrahamic invaders. So basically, um, this is the long and short of the story. I just want to say something. Um, everyone says journalists should be above, uh, above the law. Uh, they should be able to say what they want. So really? Why should journalists be allowed to say what they want? Why? It's like the mullahs and tullahs. Who are these journalists? The modern-day mullahs and tullahs. In the old days, the, the, the mullahs and the priests and the pad, pundits and the padres, they were above the law. They could say anything. They had to just say, oh, it's, it's uh, God who said it and everything would pass. So just say, God, 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 Allah, everything would pass. So they were above the war and the law. And that's why you have so much rape. That's why you have so much of, of um, colonialism, so much of war, so much of jihad, so much of um, um, pedophilia by the priests, because they knew no one would do anything to them. Now, this ridiculous uh, journalist, they want, they want power too. This is all about power. If if the same journalists want to criticize the Supreme Court, if the same journalists want to criticize every institution, every political party in India, we can, can, we can criticize them. They also have to be uh, within the law. Why are they not within the law? Why should they get rights above us? I mean, after all, we are paying for their journalism. We are paying to listen to them. I mean, they can say anything and do anything. They, can, they are playing the divide and rule. This is no different from what the, the apparent British did, divide and rule. So why in heaven's name should they be above the law and not be allowed to, to, be, uh, to uh, be introspected and, uh, and verified, uh, which... As they say themselves, everyone can be questioned. If the Supreme Court can be questioned, even they can be questioned. That's important to note. But they don't want to be questioned. Uh, they won't have the right to say anything and everyone. And the moment you question them, oh, well, their rights are taken away. Journalistic freedom is taken away, which is exactly what they had for 60 years under their license Raj ecosystem. And now they cannot control our minds anymore. So they pretend to be victims. And they're doing a social justice of the country to prop up the institutions, to protect institutions against the big bad RSS. But you know what? It's not, it's not working anymore. It's not working. Uh, they were monopoly. They misused their power. They subjugated us. And now we're saying you can't even make a documentary. You want a foreign former colonial part to make a documentary and you think I'm going to listen to you? I'm going to listen to your Id idiocracy? No, I don't think so. You cannot run the country. Please, let the people who can do the job and go back to the drawing board and introspect. Maybe you'll have a better life and, and just leave the Indian country a nation alone because they can do very well without this bunch of woke um, brainwashed slaves. 
Uh, we are not subjugated to them. We do not want to be subjugated to them. Um, we're just free. We're free to be who we choose to be, have our opinion, and we will not submit to them. So thank you very much for your time. I hope you have a great day. Uh, and please share this video as much as possible. Thank you very much. Cheers and stay safe.